It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est moi, c'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I want to start with a personal good news. It's not about me, but a dear friend of mine back in Paris, his name is Jean-Paul. And I've known Jean-Paul for 30 years, maybe 35 years. And for the first time, uh, he and his uh, wife are going to be parents. And uh, just, you know, I want to say Mazel Tov, sending in, in the universe a new life uh, in, in late September. And I'm so happy for him. So I told him and his wife that I would dedicate this rendezvous to them and to their future baby. Because no matter what, life will continue. And one of the good things about this confinement is things like this, like he said. So Mazel Tov, as we say to Jean-Paul and his wife. And now if you have questions about your relationship... Call me. I'm here. 855-905-8255. If you want to share a romantic page of your life, something that has happened, something that somebody does for you, or you do something for somebody you love, call me. I need to hear those stories. We all do, actually. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Bianca. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour and welcome to the rendezvous. So, uh, you and your boyfriend are together. You can't go out. So, what is it he's doing romantically for you? So, we normally do a big date night every Friday. Um, and it's, I think it's really important to our relationship. And so, since we were ordered to stay at home, I, <laughs> I really wasn't expecting anything that first Friday. But um, that day and every other Friday since, he's just made these huge romantic meals for me and he gets dressed up like really fancy like we're going out to a really fancy place and it's just so sweet oh yeah. i like that so how does that make you feel every friday night i mean just like a queen like so special i mean i don't know i always felt he always makes me feel special but i mean he gets dressed up even fancier than when we would go out actually um i don't know i think it's so indicative that he's willing to spend all that time just to look good for me. Do you do the same? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Because one of the things that I've um, studied and looked online is, is a little tip is that I feel a lot of couples sometimes let themselves go after a couple of weeks of being together all the time and don't make the effort. And I recommend what you're doing is great because if we don't create a little sense of romance and excitement at home, it's mm -hmm. going to go downhill. I agree completely. <laughs> Your strategy is the right one. Bianca, thank you so much for calling. I, I love that story, and I hope it inspires other of my listeners to do exactly the same Friday, Saturday, whenever they want, okay? All right. Or Tuesday, these days. How about <laughs> that? Date. Tuesday date, right. absolutely. Thank you so much, Bianca, and have a good night. You too. Thank you. What does that mean, really? Don't let yourself go when you are living together 24-7 every day of the week for the last four weeks. Let's talk about the different ways we do let ourselves go. That's next. So, disclosure, I do live alone, and sometimes it gets lonely, really, besides me and the bear, Mr. Lewis, facing me in this desk every night. When I mean don't let yourself go, I mean this, that friends of mine, neighbors, people I know, have let themselves go in three ways, according to them. First of all, the fashion. So it went from, you know, like you dress up to go to work, 
guys used to shave or not shave, women put the makeup, and slowly but surely, friends of mine told me, we don't do that anymore. We're in the moment, because there is no difference between today, tomorrow, between this morning and this afternoon. So your appearances, the way you dress, and then there is the, the, the housekeeping, which is my expertise. I'm the king of vacuuming now. And so friends of mine told me, listen, we are tired of doing the chores and, and this and that, and we have a tendency. So that's two things. And then there is the meaning of don't let yourself go romantically. Let's talk about that next, because that's essential. Have you ever heard the saying, total proximity is the enemy of romance? Meaning that if you put two people 24-7, all the time, sometimes with kids, sometimes without kids, but let's talk just about two people, two partners, all the time together, Without the distance, you take away all the romance and the desire to ulala. It's, it's just an automatic reaction. So I've heard that from friends of mine, that until they were all together in this quarantine, we're not like that. And my advice is this, make time alone for yourself. Even if one of you, it's, if you live in a small apartment, has to go and maybe you know, take a bath or something, it's the distance that creates the mystery. The mystery creates the desire. Please keep that in mind. Any questions? Call me. If you have a doubt, you know, you've been wondering something about your relationship, don't doubt anymore. Please call me. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Chantel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Chantel. So you've been dating this younger guy, and, and what's going on? Well, um, I met him about nine months ago, and, you know, I was kind of blowing him off at first because he's younger than me, so I wasn't sure if I should even entertain it. And so we go out a few times. We have a really good time. He's smart. He's tall. He's amazing. He's ambitious. Um, and I just, I'm kind of at this crossroads where I think I'm being biased, per se. Like, I'm just not taking him serious, but he's taking me kind of serious. So I'm not sure what I should do. Should I overanalyze it or just kind of go with what I feel? So, Chantel, uh, what's the age difference in terms of years between you and this guy? Ten years. Ten years, okay. Um, the, the chemistry, how good is the chemistry? Oh, it's really cool. I really like hanging out with him. He's passionate. We enjoy each other's company. It's just I think that we're, you know, in two different places in our lives. He's in his 30s. I'm in my 40s. I don't know. You're young. You're young. Chantal, 40 is not old. Um, but you guys have been romantic already? Yes. Okay. So that's a step. The thing is, I believe... In the present, Chantel, I believe that we have to live the present fully, to have no regrets later on. If this man brings you joy of life, la joie de vivre in French, if this guy makes you smile, if this guy brings sunshine into your life, if this guy is a plus for your moral, for your, for your mind, for your body, for your spirit and your soul, then I say keep the dude. Thank you. I appreciate that. I think I needed to hear that. Yes, age does not matter among adults. All we have is the present. And unless your intuition says, no, this guy is creepy, then of course you shouldn't. But if you like the guy and he's a sunshine in your, in your life, listen, you enjoy. 
Yes, you're right. All right, Chantel. So keep dating this young man. Enjoy. And I wish you a very good night. Thank you, Simon. Take care. I got a funny email at therendezvousshow.com and that, that email is coming up next. You're going you're gonna to crack up. Stay with me. Let me start with this question. I mean, how important is communication with your partner for you when it comes to texting? I'm asking you this because listen to that one. I got an email at therendezvousshow.com from Rochelle and Rachel says, Bonjour Simon, the guy I'm dating is the worst texter. He spells everything wrong and sometimes I can barely understand what he's saying. <laughs> We've never texted as much as now, of course, and it's really turning me off and making me not want to talk to him. What should I do? <laughs> I just I shouldn't be laughing, but I think it's kind of funny. So, uh, what should you do if you're losing the spark because your partner is the worst texter in the world? Stay with me. I'll tell you my advice next. Would you get annoyed, or do you get annoyed, if your partner texts you with the wrong spelling? You know, it's like the worst texter ever. Would you be annoyed with your partner? Because Rachel just emailed me that at therendezvousshow.com said, my boyfriend spells everything wrong, and sometimes I can barely understand what he's saying. What should I do? It's a turn-off. Rachel, pick up the phone, tell him. I mean, if I'm your boyfriend and I like you, I don't take it bad. Everybody can text. There's even text corrector. So even me, with my French origin, I know how to text. And if I don't know, I, can, I know there is spelling error and all that. So I understand it can be a turnoff. So tell him to make an effort and then let's go from there. I would not break up over that. I would just tell him. It's the unspoken, what we don't say that breaks relationships, not what we say. So be honest, be direct, and things are going to get better. Your calls and your questions are next on The Rendezvous. You know what I need? And I know I'm asking a lot every night, but I need to hear your positive, loving, romantic stories. Because we need to send as much positive vibes in the universe as we can. We all need it. I need it. So for me, please call me and share one of these stories. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jen. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jen. So, um, what did your boyfriend do for you last night that was so romantic? Oh, it was so special. It was such a nice surprise. Um, so, he's he's staying with his parents right now uh, to help take care of them during the quarantine. And I've I've never met them before. And so, he surprised me with a Zoom meeting last night. And his parents were there on the meeting and he introduced me to them for the first time and they invited me to join them for a virtual family dinner and it was such a lovely surprise last night how did that make you feel i just i, I can't imagine when you started the zoom you know virtual family dinner together how did that make you feel I just felt really taken care of you know like i i felt like it was just a reaffirmation of you know, how my boyfriend feels about me, that I, you know, I'm important to him and he wants, you know, to share me with his parents and vice versa. Like it just, I felt, I felt loved and, and cared for, you know, and I, I felt like I, I had some family in my life, even while I'm living alone right now. It was, it was really special. I love that. I think it was wonderful. I think it's creative. I think it's, it's promoting, you know, love and, and not let anything stops it. And I love that. So, 
Jen, thank you so much for sharing that story. Congratulations to both of you and introducing each other's family. It's a big step. So I'm happy for you guys. Thank you for sharing and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Now, I'm going to change gears because I just got a Twitter DM. Somebody needs my help for an idea for a very special occasion. So stay with me. I'm going to get to that Twitter DM next on The Rendezvous. You know that if you listen to The Rendezvous, you can send me a message through my social media at Rendezvous Radio, Twitter DM, Instagram DM, um, email at therendezvousshow.com, no problem, about what's going on in your life. And I got this Twitter DM from Fred who says, Bonjour, Simon. It's our 10th anniversary in a few days, and I'm having a hard time figuring out what to do for her. We can't go anywhere, but I still want it to be special. Do you have any ideas? What would I do if I was celebrating our 10-year anniversary together? I'll tell you that next. Stay with me. What would you do if, like Fred, who sent me the Twitter DM at Rendezvous Radio, it was your guy's 10-year anniversary in a few days? And of course, it's very difficult to do things very exciting these days outside the home because we're not supposed to go outside. So Fred goes, you know, we can't go anywhere. I still want it to be special. Do you have any ideas, Simon? Well, Fred... What's important is not that the anniversary is special, it's to make your partner feel special. So for that, why don't you order things she likes to eat and you cook a great meal. Get her a present if you can, something she really loves, something meaningful. Handwrite a note, a love note that she can keep forever. Uh, print a picture of you guys together on a printer if you have one. And put on her favorite music. Put a candle on the table. Make it the atmosphere, the most romantic, intimate, and sweet setting she's ever had since you guys started to date. And that will make her feel special. Trust me. All right, so happy anniversary to both of you, and good luck. You call the next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, dial in 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Shelby. Bonjour, Simon. So I understand you and your boyfriend have a communication style disagreement, right? What, what's, what exactly is going down? He, he lives in Sweden. I, we have a wonderful relationship. I was over there six months and we fell in love. And he came back over here and, and stayed with me for several months. We were even more in love. And he had to go back for business. And while we were apart, everything shut down. So we've been carrying on this relationship by phone for almost four months now. And now he said he wants to make... Ooh la la, over the phone. And I'm really squeamish about even talking during the act, much less doing it over the phone. I mean, I could fake it, obviously, but that feels like a <laughs> betrayal. I, I mean, I think that would drive us further apart rather than bring us closer together. And I really love this person. I see. Here's the thing. If you think this man is worth the effort of... I would say being creative. Maybe it's not the phone. Maybe it's, you know, through a text. Uh, and, and why? Because intimacy, when we're all separated, if you lose this, you lose the relationship. Mm. There is no romance without romantic conversations. Otherwise, it's just two friends talking. And so mm -hmm. I understand his desire to have ooh-la-la conversation with his girlfriend I do understand your point of view. It's not your thing to talk during ooh-la-la, so you kind of 
not at ease. But why don't we make a compromise? Mm-hmm. And do you think you'd be more at ease texting about it than talking about it? Yeah. I, I don't know if that would you know, be enough for him. But So, well, but that's a start. So you say, listen, I'm pretty shy with talking on the phone, but... I've been thinking about you about Ulala. Let me text you what I thought about. Maybe if I send, maybe if I send him a picture. Oh, he'll yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, just take your head fine. off the picture. That's all. Yeah, right, right. Okay. All right, Shelby. Good luck to you. Be safe. Keep that relationship and, and heat of love going. You be safe too. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shelby, and have a good night. Good night, Simon. I just want to finish the show with a funny question to you. Have you ever said something to your partner in the heat of an argument that you wish you didn't say? <laughs> Let's talk about that next. Question for you. Have you ever said something to your partner in the heat of an argument that you wish you didn't say? <laughs> I actually wanted to make sure I was not the only one, and I posted that question at Rendezvous Radio on my Twitter and Instagram and all social media. Here are the results. 85% of you voted, yes, I have said something to my partner in a hidden argument that I wish I surely didn't say. 15% of you, I don't know who you are, said, no, I have never said something to your partner in the heat of an argument that you wish you didn't say. Well, good for you. I'm part of the 85%. I've said too many things that I regret. But I apologize, and that's life. Anyway, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. And thank you to all the essential workers out there who are keeping us safe and allow people like me to have a job at night like I do. Thanks again. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.